playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. popping my people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino it's your host the radical latino what is popping my people welcome back to another episode i hope you guys missed your boy you know what i'm saying i hope you guys missed your boy because you know i i didn't come out last week you know what i'm saying i gave you guys a filler you know within the week you know shout out to hercules you know what i'm saying shout out to that dude you know, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that that episode. Now, now your boy's back. You know what I'm saying? Your boy's back. And trust me, I got a lot more interviews lined up. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot more interviews lined up. You feel me? Like, uh, let me just give you guys just an update on the podcast, right? So today, I'm dropping. Today's the ninth. It's dro- the, the podcast is dropping You know, it dropped already for y'all So today's the ninth. Next week on the 16th I'm gonna have a special interview for you guys I'm gonna interview um, This dude named Mayor He's trying to run for Mayor of Sasua uh, In Dominican Republic There's a lot of um, We're interconnected somehow You know what I'm saying But th- today, today and next week Are the only two original episodes you guys are gonna get You know Next week after that is you know Hanukkah you know what I mean so the next week after that you guys are not gonna you guys are gonna get like a little filler episode like uh, old interview that I did but you probably guys never heard it or whatever the case is and then the 30th is the same thing the 30th I'm gonna give you guys a little filler episode because you know it's Christmas and uh and and New Year's so that's why I'm I'm planning and I'm not gonna come back into original episode until you know the next following week, which is gonna be the sixth, you know, of January 2020. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave you guys empty-handed. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna send you guys uh, some uh, you know some some content. You know, even old content that you guys heard or probably never even heard of, because there's some interviews that you guys haven't even heard of that I did. You know. Like, you know, either on YouTube or whatever with other people. You know what I'm saying? And also, I got some other interviews lined up that, you know, people are contacting me. And I'm going to be talking with them and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to me. You know what I'm saying? So, that's the update for the for the podcast right quick. Now, um, for all of you guys that's on Spotify, that listen to me on Spotify... This is episode 64 that you guys are going to be listening to me on Spotify. From episode 59 was the last episode. I released 60, 61, 62, and 63. So you guys are missing four episodes. So Spotify had a glitch. So a couple of people were contacting me and saying, listen, I see that your episodes are up on iTunes and on Google, but it's not on on Spotify. So what's going on? So I looked into it. And I even had Spotify call me and I called them. So anyway, we looked into it. It ended up coming out to a glitch in Spotify system. That's basically what it is. It's a glitch on their, in their end. Um, there's no way to fix it. So if you guys on Spotify, you guys are listening to episode 64 right now. So if you guys want to listen to episode 60, 61, 62, 63, those four, the, the Spotify lost episodes, <laughs> go, go on my YouTube channel and, and bench, and bench watch them right there, or go to, uh, you know, Apple, uh, iTunes or on Google play, you know what I'm saying? But they assured me that this gl- Spotify glitch isn't going to happen again. So, you know, good thing for me. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully that doesn't happen no more or whatever the case is. Now, I have a, now another, uh, another update, um, on the documentary. So I have to basically redo this whole documentary, the, the approach of it. That's basically how I got to do it. 
I gotta redo the approach of it because the thing is, I'm not getting interviews um, set up. I'm not, I, it's not happening. Not because of, you know, not because I don't want them to happen. It's because, you know, people's schedules are either conflicting or some of the interviews that I already t uh, done were all the way completed or whatever the case is. So I might still use those same interviews, but chop them up or whatever the case is. But the, uh, the document is still going to be done. But the way I'm planning on approaching it is by having it narrated, you know, having like a narrated type of feel to the whole documentary on the, you know, on Dominican Republic and Haiti. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to see if I could try to see if I could narrate it and see, see where I go from there. So that means I got to rewrite the script and all that. So I'm basically going back to square one. Kinda. It's not that much of a setback. It is, but it's not that much of a setback. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm still going to figure out a way how to, how to really do it. I'm still going to figure out a way how to really, you know, how to really do the shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, for those people who've been looking at me on YouTube and, you know, following me there because I just been, you know, doing live streams every Saturday, every Saturday on my YouTube channel, I've been doing live streams. If you guys want to get updated on when I'm going to do live streams every Saturday, follow my Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. So I just basically talk about different, different topics and different things. Uh, last Saturday, the one that just passed, I talked about this, uh, understanding how understanding the spook who sat by the door. So basically it was, I, I broke down the movie and all this other stuff. And I basically went down the list on how we should implement that in our everyday lives, how we should implement that in how we think, how we should implement those type of tactics, those type of things that we learn from the dominant society and how we should integrate that within our own people. So that's what I, uh, you know, that's what I, that's what I basically did. You know what I'm saying? Now, a couple of people, um, reached out to me, um, because I put out something on my Instagram saying that I got stopped by the, by the police. Um, a couple of people reached out to me and they, uh, they said, uh, they, they were wishing me, um, you know, good luck because nothing happened. Thank God nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? And um, some, I actually talked to a, a few lawyers and you know, a couple of things, you know, got, got sorted out or whatever, but I'm gonna just give you guys the gist of it. Um, this, I'm gonna say Wednesday morning, Wednesday, I'm gonna no, like not Wednesday morning, like Tuesday night, like it's about to turn, you know, it's about to turn 12 o'clock or whatever. So I'm going home and all that. And I, you know, when you guys drive through, um, and you're passing an exit where cars merge into the highway, that's what happened. Uh, a police car was merging into the highway and I saw it and I said, Oh shit, that's a police, you know? So, you know, when you guys see the police in the highway, whatever, you kind of like look through, uh, look at them through the rear view mirror or whatever. You're like, all right, cool. Let me make sure they're not doing really, you know, anything or whatever. So they're really, so I'm looking and I see them slow down to every car, like maybe five or four cars in the road. Right. They were slowing down and driving right next to them and then driving away. So I'm like, what the hell? That's weird. So I'm like, all right. So when they went to me, I pretended like I didn't see them. So I'm like, all right. And then they slowed down, but they didn't drive away. They slowed down and went right behind me. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm getting pulled over. So I told my shorty, uh, cause I was, you know, talking to her on the phone. I was like, Hey babe, listen, uh, I'm going to call you back. Cause I know I'm gonna get pulled over right now. And she's like, well, why you say that? I'm like, I don't know. The, the cops just, uh, saw me for some reason. They, they went right behind me and all that. And now I feel I'm thinking they're going to figure out a way to just pull me over whatever. And right when I said that they hit me with the lights, boop, 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 boop. I'm like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. So that's what ended up happening. Um, they pulled me over and when they pulled me over, you know, turned off the car and all that, uh, you know, had the windows thrown down. And when the cop came and they were like, you know, license or registration. And I'm like, listen, so this is what I've been taught since I was little. 
always put your hands on the dashboard. You know what I'm saying? So my hands are all in the dashboard. And they were like license and registration. I'm like, my license is in my pocket. Can I reach for it? And he laughs and he's like, go right ahead. I'm like, all right, here you go. Here's my license. And he's like, registration. It's in the glove compartment. Can I reach for it? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So that's what I did. Here you go. I gave him the title of the car too. Not only the registration, I gave him the insurance registration and the title of my car. Then I asked him, before you go, why was I stopped? He goes, I'll tell you that later. Okay. Not more than one minute passes. He goes, can you step out the car? I'm like, oh shit, here we go. So I step out and I'm like, um, yeah, what's up? And he goes like, uh, do you got any weapons on you? So I'm like, nah. So he told me to put my hands on the hood of his car. They searched me, nothing. And they go like, all right, stay right here. Can I search the vehicle? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Search it. Y'all not going to find nothing because I don't got nothing to hide. But why did I get stopped? He goes, I'll tell you about it later. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. So, you know, they, they went, searched the vehicle. Then my man calls for backup. I said, the fuck is he calling for backup for? Mind you. There's two officers, one that's, you know, looking over me and another dude that's searching the vehicle. A cop car pulls up and two officers come out and now they're searching my vehicle more. I'm like, God damn, what the fuck is going on? So they're searching the vehicle. They're not finding shit. They're not hearing my name over the radio saying, uh, yeah, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, um, everything checks out. Everything's all good. You know, uh, he's clear to go. Once they said that, they did not stop. They kept on searching, kept on searching, kept on searching, kept on searching. And then after everything was done, I'm like, yo, are you done? My dude goes back into the car, gets my paperwork back and tells me, oh, yeah, the reason why we stopped you is because your license plate came back with no owner. It just came back blank. It was really weird. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, 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 what? My light, you guys checked my license plate and it came back blank. Like no record from the DMV. Yeah, yeah, that, there it goes. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm like, wait, are you serious? That didn't even sound feasible to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, they let me, they were like, yeah, you could go now. They let me drive back home. So I said, wait a minute. If this car wasn't coming up as a as stolen or anything and what's coming back as blank why would you let me drive back home so to me that sounds like it was a lie you know what i'm saying so i'm like yo what the fuck so the next day what i ended up doing is i contacted a lawyer and I even contacted a police officer you know from uh, from google maps or whatever and just asked the hypothetical if that ever happened i even contacted the dmv and the dmv said Listen, I've never heard this shit before, but your license plate, everything comes back good. You got no warrants. You got nothing. You good, bro. And I'm like, you sure? They were like, yeah, you good. I'm like, for real? So why did the cops say that it came? They were like, listen, this is the first time I've ever heard of it coming back as nothing. Maybe they just needed a reason to stop you. I'm like, that's probably what it was. I'm like, all right. All right, cool. So when that happened. You know, um, I just, uh, you know, called, called the Lord the same thing, but there was really nothing I can do because once I, once I left, I didn't get the officer's name. None of those, none of the four officers that got their name, they didn't make me sign anything. So basically all of this shit is like hearsay. So I can't really do anything. So I'm like, all right, it is what it is. But I'm like, this is just another, this is just another proof that we live in a system of white supremacy because imagine if I just said no to the search or whatever the case is and these cops were already on some crazy shit talking about you're not signing anything or none of that shit or you know what I mean like oh don't worry about it you're good to go they already they, they already know talking about lying saying that my shit came back blank they could have they I could have been done I could have been over you know what I'm saying I could have been done or it could have been over but it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So thank God that I'm, I'm safe. I'm, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm good. 
and nothing really crazy happening. So thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for that. So um, on the next lighter note, <coughs> well, not that light of a note. Um, George Zimmerman is back in the news, not because my man perished or whatever the case is, but he's back in the news because he is suing the Trayvon Martin family for like a million dollars or some shit like that, because he's talking about the, um, them, you know, messing up his name and he can't get a job or some other bullshit. And he's showing some, you know, some, some financial, you know, loss because of, of what happened and he's suing the family, right? For a million dollars. Now, mind you, this is the same guy who was getting donations on top of donations on top of donations from white folks back to back to back to back because he murdered a black boy. And he lied about it. This is the same person, by the way, he's not Hispanic. He is not Latin. He is half. He's white and Latino. He's half. The thing is that Latin is not a race. So there's multiple interviews and even media clips out there where Zimmerman claims that he is white. So I'm going to refer to him as a white man this is his definition this is his identification and that's what i will refer to him moving forward now with that out the way yeah everybody's looking at him weird because a white man just murdered a black boy and lied about it during the trial he was getting donations on top of donations from white supremacists and his girlfriend at the time was taking 900,000 out, 500,000 out, and these are records. This, this is recorded. These transactions are recorded. Just taking it out and just bawling out of control. This is the same man that lied that said that Trayvon attacked him when there's no proof as such. This is the same man that said in a 911 call from his neighbor that you could hear him screaming when in reality it's clearly Trayvon Martin screaming. This is the same man that said that the person, the, the girl that Trayvon Martin was speaking to over the phone is lying when she testified saying that Trayvon was saying, listen, there's a guy following me. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm running away. He's running after me. You know what I'm saying? There's the same man that said that Trayvon attacked him and bashed his head in when there's no evidence of that. There was no blood splatter in the concrete. On top of that, this is the same man that said that he, um, Trayvon was reaching for his gun and he was beating him inches of his life when in reality, Trayvon didn't have no swollen knuckles, no bruises. He didn't have none of that. The DNA of Trayvon was not even in the gun. So all of that was a lie. On top of that, the pictures of George Zimmerman when he got arrested, he was well skinny. That means he was in shape because he was taking judo lessons and all that other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And the, the thing is, there's history, history of Zimmerman calling the cops on young black men walking who uh, through his neighborhood who lived there multiple instances and then on top of that once he gets out he's getting more donations he's getting money for signed autographs signed skittles he's getting money from selling the gun that killed Trayvon he's getting money for selling his art his racist confederate art so he's getting money left and right. And how in the fuck is he losing? How in the fuck is he losing? My people from Florida, please listen to me and listen to me. Good. If you motherfuckers are so big and tough and y'all little, little bad little thugs and shit are out there 
not caring a, a, a goddamn thing in the world, but to murder another person because they're buying a bike and you roll up on them when they're leaving the, the, the place just to steal a book bag full of uh, money inside of it. If y'all so cold heartless to do that, how come y'all can't really do that to a person that actually is harming your community? Huh? If y'all so, so rah-rah about the shit, going to a bank heist, stealing a UPS truck driver's truck and getting him hostage, how come y'all can't do that to a person that's harming your community, huh? This is something we gotta really be real about. We got all these killers in our communities, but they're not really killing for the right reason. I'm sorry, but this has to be said. We got, we, we, the thing is, we will go out and chop a fucking kid's head off because he reminds us of some other dude that was, that's part of another set and all nine of us drag him out of a bodega and start, you know, chopping them up. But we can't do that to the same people that's harming us. Are you fucking serious? My people, what the fuck? The people with balls in our community is, is, is really that coonish? Are y'all fucking serious? Are y'all fucking serious? There's, I swear to God, back in the day, Zimmerman would not be walking around. I'm not calling for violence, but I'm just pointing out the ironic parts of this shit. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm just pointing out the ironic parts of this shit. It looks like all the people with balls that will actually go out and do some crazy shit are doing it all for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? And Zimmerman is walking around. God damn. Talking about the core public opinion, right? Uh, OJ Simpson, you know, got acquitted. And they were trying to lock him up every other day for stealing cable, for threatening people and all the other shit until they finally got him. And they gave him 30 years for stealing his own shit. You don't see that with George Zimmerman. How many times did he get arrested after Trayvon Martin? He didn't serve 30 years. His own girlfriend said that he has a violent past. That he took out a gun and shoved it in her face. This is documented. This is documented. Y'all could look that up if y'all don't believe me. But my nigga's still walking around. Go, f Yo, Zimmerman could eat a dick. Zimmerman could eat a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got time for shit like that. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Now, moving on to this whole Gabriel Union situation. You know what I'm saying? Moving on to that bullshit. Now, the thing is, um, she made headlines because of multiple different things. And this is the, and I actually, I'm going to do a future episode on, I'm going to do a future episode on the, on inner work racism. You know, I'm going I'm to do a future episode on that. I got, I got somebody that listens to the podcast that I, I think will be good to, you know, shed some more light into it. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to Gabrielle Union. Now, Gabrielle Union and some other white woman, I think Julianne Huff, I believe, um, they got, they didn't get fired from NBC, America's Got Talent, but they got, they're not coming back for the next season. You know what I'm saying? So some people were saying, oh, they got fired or whatever the case is. That's not the case. Now, the thing, the reason why this is news is because I'm going to break some of it down. Um, Gabrielle Union has repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly been complaining to the staff, you know what I'm saying, about toxic culture in the workplace. Now, Gabrielle Union actually, there, there was a Variety art article that came out that said 
um, Gabrielle Union uh, would always go to executive producers and talk to them about certain things that's been happening on set that she didn't like. For example, um, Simon Cow smoking and she's like, I'm allergic to smoke. You know what I'm saying? That's not something I want to, you know, I want to put myself around and all that other bullshit. Also on top of that, Gabrielle Union was told and also they were told this to, to the, to the white lady that your hairstyles is not, you know, it's not a, it's not a specific look that we're, we're going with a specific look. It's not, it, it's like a, we're critiquing your hairstyles, but only to Gabrielle Union, they said that your hairstyle is too black for the audience of America's Got Talent. They told her her hairstyle was too black. And then moving forward, you see other, other parts of that report from Atlantic saying that Gabrielle Union was trying to, you know, judge uh, a little 10 year old boy that was trying to, you know, he was a rapper and Union was told by producers that they, that that black boy that was, you know, trying to be, uh, be a rapper was not showing it wasn't, it wasn't up to the par of America's got talent. And that's not something she should pick because we need something that America's can stand behind. If it was a white boy rapper from Texas, then maybe this is the shit that they, they were tell you know, telling her, you know what I'm saying? On top of that, there was another performer that was making costume changes during his set and he impersonated Beyonce and he had black hands. So she felt offended by that. And she told producers and producers said, Oh, we'll take care of it. Even though it never made it to the show, but she was like, listen, this is some bullshit. What's going on. And then they were like, nah, don't worry. It never, it never aired, but they kind of ignored her, her, her plea. You know what I'm saying? So she felt. So, so there was already things going on. You know what I'm saying? There was already things going on. And the thing is, Simon Cow also said that she reports, she, uh, Simon Cow said, listen, if anything happens, don't go to NBC, go to me directly. And she felt like that was something bad because it was like, he was trying to cover up something. Now the whole, this whole shit blew up on, on, on Twitter. And everybody went all crazy about it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody went all crazy about it. even how Stern talked about this shit, you know? So that's the thing. The thing is that inner work racism is supposed to be under the table, but it's supposed to be an open secret. It's under the table, but an open secret that everybody knows that you better know your place. Because if you don't know your place, they'll do the same thing that they did to Gabrielle Union. You're difficult to work with. That's the thing. You're difficult to work with. So when things like this happen and we speak out and we think, cause we got a power machine behind it. This, we got to remember we live in a system of white supremacy. They will not allow us to continue on working whatsoever. They can simply take that little bullshit job right away. You're difficult to work with. We don't need you no more. You know what I'm saying? So this is the things that we got to understand when we live in a system of white supremacy, just because we got a little coot, uh, a, a, a cushy uh, job title doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything at all. Those little job titles are given to us. This is something we got to understand. Those little job titles are given to us. That doesn't mean that we're going to keep them forever. That doesn't mean that it's going to stay forever. It's just given to us. That's it. That shit is just given to us. So we better be happy. We better be happy for, for the little scraps that we get by white zaddy. You know what I'm saying? We better be happy for the little scraps that we get. And the reason why they do that is because we already been ingrained with that type of mentality. 
we're better we're we've already been ingrained with that type of thinking that we have to either beg or go other avenues that other people don't necessarily have to go to achieve the same goals we're trying to achieve you know this is what we're taught you know when we're young especially black and latin folks when we're young we're taught to go to school and you know get a good job go to school and get a good job go to school and get a good job but white folks they're taught to go to school and create your job that's what they're taught and look at what we're taught and that's because of slavery that's clearly because of slavery regardless if you guys want to believe it or not it's true that's because of slavery now you're gonna have like little little coons out here talking about oh he he don't know what he's talking about he's full of shit ah, da, 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 da. come on those are the people who's living in fear you know those are the people who's living in denial you know, those are the people who are washed, who are not going to go anywhere in life anymore, who think they got to figure it out, but yet they're 50 years old, still living in their mom's basement and still going to a little doorman job that pays them a little well. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of people. They, their whole, they, 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 that's it. It's, it's over for them. They're not going to achieve anything else. You know what I'm saying? What we have to do is we have to learn how to create our jobs now how do we create our own jobs easy what are we passionate about it really it, it's really simple what are we passionate about somebody could be passionate in riding bikes okay then put up an ad online saying that i repair bikes or whatever i repair bikes you start repairing bikes put another ad out saying that I'm a great motivational bike coach and take biking classes and lessons all over the city or the state, wherever you're at. There's always a niche to get and to do what you're good at, what you're passionate about. If your passion is to record and all you do is go to the strip club and record bitches with shaking their asses and you got a good rapport in the, in the strip club, easy. Yo, I'm a video producer, I'm a video director. You know, put your services out. I got women on deck for y'all and all that other shit. That's what y'all need to do. Do anything that y'all passionate about. That will make you money. That will make you money. White folks know this. We don't. What are we passionate about? Easy. What are we passionate about? Somebody can be passionate about, um the simplest little thing drawing you know draw your ass a bunch of you know good drawings put them up on instagram get yourself a a, a a fan page and people will buy your drawings you would like to cook get a youtube channel and cook don't make the shit look janky we all got camera phones right now it's easy to get some little lighting equipment and cook very easy we don't have to do it doesn't cost that much consistency is the key consistency 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 and that's when you guys will see your revenue just come on through do what you guys are passionate about do what you guys are passionate about and trust me the money will flow and come through you know what i'm saying now to my main topic should we date someone white <laughs> oh man i'm probably gonna lose a lot of subscribers for this one should we date someone white now i'm not here to dictate who we should date we shouldn't date nobody i'm not here to do that shit. okay i'm not here to do that shit. What I'm here to do is try to steer you guys in a constructive avenue and better your chances in navigating in the system of white supremacy. Now, I've always said white supremacy, when I talk about white supremacy, I don't talk about all white people, not at all. 
I don't talk about all white people. There are three types of people in this world. White people, white supremacists, and non-white people. That's it. There's three types of people in this world. The, the It depends on who's going to be on what. You know what I'm saying? But white people are the only ones. The only ones that can choose to be white people or white supremacists. We have to understand this. This is something we have to understand. White people, they can choose to go on either one. Some, most of them are fence sitters. Most of them already chose one side, but they're not deep into it. You know what I'm saying? They're not deep into it. Other people chose the other side and they're not deep into it. Some of them are deep into it, you know? Now, the thing is, when we're dating someone, when we're, you know, trying to get to know someone, we will try to have everything revolve around them. It depends on, you know, person's criteria, whatever the case is, but we will try to get to know everything about them. So where did you go to school? You know, how's your parents like? What's your relationship with your mom and dad? You know, stuff like that. You know, little things like that. Then more information will come out, more information will come out, you know? So, when it comes to white folks, they have the ability to practice white supremacy at will. Regardless if they know this ability or not, they have this ability to practice white supremacy at will because society has put them in a position where they can benefit from white supremacy directly or indirectly. They could benefit either way, regardless if they know it or not, the benefits of white supremacy are always there. Now, when we are choosing to date white people, a lot of times, especially in our communities, we see that as a come up. That's what we see in the black and Latin community. We see that as a come up. We just hit the lottery. Oh shit. I'm with white zaddy or I'm with a white girl with a big old ass. Look at that big old donk on this chick. I'm with a white woman. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, because of that, you know, that thing, we tend to praise them a little bit too much. We tend to praise them more than we'll praise someone who we will date that looks like us. We, I've seen this. I've seen, I've seen some Latinas tell me I will marry a white man faster than I would marry a Latin or black guy. I see, I heard Latin women tell me this. I heard Latinas tell me this. I will marry a white man faster than I will marry a Latin or black guy. I've also heard a lot of black women tell me the same thing. But the thing is that we have to understand that when we are going to date white folks, we have to vet them and vet them hard. The same way how we have to vet if one of our people are in the coon train, if one of our people are wannabe white supremacists like Antonio, the same way how we have to vet a certain person who will date our son or daughter, our nieces or nephews, or somebody that we really care about, you vet them. That's the same way. but. We have to vet these white folks to the extreme. We have to vet these white folks to the extreme because they can play both sides. You will have a cool down ass white girl with you with a big old donk on her talking about she voted for Obama three times. 
but will turn around and dog out a black people right in front of you. Or it could be the opposite. The same old white girl with a big ass donk. And then she would, she will call you the N word during sex. You know what I'm saying? We have to, uh, there's been stories on top of stories on top of stories of black women and black men, la la Latinas and Latinos talking about when they dated white folks, they did not expect the outcome. Things happened that they didn't expect. There were sexual things that they felt uncomfortable with doing. There was this one black lady where race play came into the picture and she didn't know what the fuck that meant. Race play, what the fuck is that? Race play is something that white boys like to do is to pretend that the black woman that they're with is a slave and he's the master and he's raping her. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's little sexual bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because those type of things turn into a power dynamic that will become abusive to the point where now he's sharing you with a bunch of his friends and he's now a cuck and he don't, doesn't see nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day outside that bedroom he still benefits from the system of white supremacy you feel what i'm saying so when it comes to stuff like that right when it comes to stuff like that, we got to learn how to vet people. We got to learn how to vet people. I'm going to give you guys a personal story of mine, a personal story. Back when I was like, what, 20, 21, 22, I'm going to say 21, 22 around there, 21, 22, right? I, I always, I dated, I dated, uh, only one Asian girl and one Indian girl. All my other exes were black and Latina. That's it. That's all my other exes, black and Latina. It's that's, that's all I dated. You know what I'm saying? Because I would date the girls around me, you know? So I've never dated a white girl. And I was like, oh, I just wonder what, uh, you know, how it'll be like, you know what I'm saying? But for some reason, I, I think I said this before, but for some reason, white people in general, I couldn't get a good read on them. Like whenever I will hang out with a white person, it will feel awkward or whatever the case is. I couldn't get a good read on them. You know what I'm saying? So until this one time, my boy presented this Italian chick. Uh, I'm not going to really say her name, but let's call her, let's call her T. You know, that's, that's, that's short for her real name. You know, so an Italian girl, right? She had a big old donk on her. I'm like, oh shit. You know, you know, she, she was good and all that. Fuck it. All right, cool. You know, and I thought I was like, all right, let's see, you know, how white, you know, how white girls, you know, how, how white girls do, you know what I mean? Then everything was cool. Um, she dropped out of school, you know, she, she'd been dropped out of school. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. That's your life. Not mine. You know what I'm saying? She dropped out of school. Or she dropped out of high school. She didn't even get her GED, but yet the bitch was rolling with money because it was easier for her to get a job. So easy and they would like pay her top dollar because she would do hair mind you she didn't have no degree for doing hair whatsoever but that's whatever you know so i was with her for a while you know i'm like oh shit you know you know we having sex everything cool all right cool you know what i'm saying and she would never come to the bronx i always would have to go to queens because she lived in a uh, far rockaway in queens or whatever in that italian area right I'm like, yo, why the fuck you never come to the bar? She would never ask, tell me why. No, 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 I can't. She would always give me an excuse. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, all right. Until one day she came to the Bronx to visit me and she was like on edge. I'm like, the hell you on edge for? But no, it's, you know, it's a, it's a little urban. I was like, the hell you talking about urban? You, you live in urban, you know? She was like, yeah, no, but I, I, I couldn't get it. I didn't get it. I was like, I'm like, girl, shut up. Like, you know, drivers, drivers somewhere, you know? So we just hanging out and stuff like that. I was showing her the good parts of the Bronx that she felt comfortable with or whatever the case, well, you know, with me, I was all good anywhere. So, you know, it is what it is, right? And to the end of the night, 
she uh we go into applebee's and when we go into applebee's we're eating this is applebee's down in uh, close to riverdale that shit is close to riverdale i go into applebee's and when i sit down right you know the late the 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 hostess is like oh it's just both of you guys i'm like yeah yeah it's just both of us it's just both of us so she sits us down or whatever the news is on but i don't know why the news is on right mind you this is the bronx and 233rd right off of dykeman applebee's is here you know what i'm saying and i'm chilling with my white girlfriend at the time surrounded with black and latin people right that whole restaurant filled with black and latin people so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm just, you know, we're talking this and this and this, but she's, I still feel like she's on edge. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the hell? And that's when the news broke. George Zimmerman was found innocent, acquitted of all charges and all that. And my jaw dropped. I said, what? That's crazy. Babe, ain't that crazy? And she was like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, whatever. And now I'm talking to people around me. Yo, that shit crazy. Yo, we got to stick together, man. This is what it is. This is some fucked up shit. Blah, blah, blah. Mind you, I didn't, I wasn't codified at all. I didn't know nothing about, you know, empowerment. I was, you know, I was, I was a little dusty little, you know, little uh, knucklehead out here, you know? So I'm like, yo, this is some fucked up shit. We got, you know. You know, this is some fucked up shit, yo. This is what the system does to us and all that. Mind you, we already ate our food and all that. And then she goes and says, can you get the check? I went and got I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. Cool. So I asked for the check and I'm still talking to people, even a black couple right next to me, right? She's quiet the whole time. I'm like, what the fuck? The hell is she quiet for? You know, like what the hell is going on? Then, check comes. Um, I give him my card. It was a very quick transaction, bam, bam, and that's it, right? Now she just gets up and walks away. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna catch y'all later. Right? So I'm leaving. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Doesn't say anything, right? She waits until we cross the street, get into her car, and bugs the fuck out. Well, maybe Trayvon deserved it. I said, what the fuck is this? What you talking about? And that's when the whole hue of racial insults. Maybe because he was black and we're and we're and we're and we're and we're and we're and we're. I'm like, what the dude? I did not know who the fuck I was sitting with. I looked at her, I say, you who who's this? Because you're not T. Who the fuck is this? And she was going, da, 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 da. that's why I don't want to come to the Bronx, a bunch of monkeys, da, da, da. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold up. And I told her, I was like, wait a minute, you got a problem with black people? And she flat out told me in my face and said, yes, everyone does. And I said, but why are you with me? And she said, because at least... This is what she said. She said, at least you're one of the good ones. I said, what? The one of the good ones? I I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I'm like, according to y'all, Latin people are the same as black. And then she goes, but so, but but you not you guys are not all completely y'all are not completely overtaken. I'm like complete. So that shit just rattled my mind. I'm like completely overtaken. And she's like, some of y'all are not completely overtaken and just goes into this whole fucking racial, you know, slewing. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I literally opened that door and I said, we're done. It's over. And that's when she started calling me all type of spick and N word and all this other bullshit. I'm like, all right, I'll be that. Y'all walked home. I'll be that. I'm saying I'll be that. And that right there was the first time that I learned that regardless who you're sleeping with, regardless who you with, 
that white supremacist mentality will never go away. They have the power to control and oppress you at any given time. Any given time. And that's what we gotta do. When we, if we ever decide, if y'all ever decide today, a white person, you better vet the fuck out of them. And after you vet them, you gotta revet them. Put them in situations that's uncomfortable. Bring them around the hood. You know what I'm saying? Bring them around, put them in situations like go, go right next to a fucking cocaine deal. You know what I'm saying? Be like, yo, go get a pack from, from, from my man over there. You know what I'm saying? You, and, and all that, you know, go, go make them feel uncomfortable to see how they really feel. Go into places that you feel comfortable with and you know, they'll feel uncomfortable with, you know what I'm saying? Do that because that's when their real, real, real thoughts and ideas will come out. That's when the real thoughts and ideas will come out. I'm not saying all white people, but we have to understand all white people do benefit from white supremacy directly and indirectly. We just, we don't know who the white supremacists are. There's no book to tell us who white supremacists are. We just have to go by little code words that they throw out. You know what I'm saying? That's all we got to do. Now, I believe that black and Latin people should have no problem dating. We really look that's the same, but there's a lot of Latin people who are coons. We got to vet them too. Also, a lot of black people who are coons, we got to vet them too. You know what I'm saying? We got to vet them too. And also, a lot of Asian people. We got to vet. So basically, the moral of the story is we got to vet everybody. You know what I'm saying? But mostly it's white folks. You know what I mean? We got to vet white folks mostly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what if she got a big ass donk and titties, you know, nice eyes and the hair and all over the place. I doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact is you have to vet them because in their mind, they're not doing anything wrong in their mind. They're just slumming, you know, they're just slumming for the meantime, because let's keep it real. In white society, white women get judged way more faster than white men when they do type of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They get judged faster. You know, white women get judged uh, faster than white men. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, remember next week is going to be a special interview with me and the mayor of Sasua. You know, shout out to him. I hope you guys, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, remember you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore, and I'm going to catch you guys later. Peace.